Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Hallelujah. How many just sense the presence of the Holy Spirit in this room? How many thank God for Pastor Steve and his wife and his family? Come on. How many we, we honor, we honor you. I love him. He is my brother from another mother. Can you tell we look alike? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We look alike, we talk alike. No, man, listen. Our love and our passion for Jesus is what drew us together. I may thank God that when two people love Jesus, that love and that passion for loving him just fuses you together. Amen? There's nothing like the love of God. It's going to be different. So if you want to hear another sermon, then listen to this morning. This one's going to be different than this morning. Is that okay? Because that's just the way that the Holy Spirit is moving. Can I just act like we're family? Is that okay? I want to walk around and talk to you this morning. Because now you know that there, is, there is a stirring of the Holy Spirit. And Des, I know we're picking on you. Well, Tommy, I want to say happy birthday to you. See, I know things you don't know, so happy birthday. Des, I just want to, can I be obedient? Is that okay? Just, is that everybody like, just like we're family, right? Des, God has, you know, a great plan for your life. And I've been praying for you, even though you don't know I've been praying for you. So you and Brandon, I've just been praying for both of you, that the fire of the Holy Ghost may captivate your life. That everything that the enemy is trying to do, that spiritual warfare, you know what I'm talking about? How many know that we woke up this morning in a spiritual battle? If you didn't know it, let me sound the alarm. There is a spiritual battle for your life, Amen. And how many know that the enemy don't like you? He don't like me. He don't like every person that's made in the image of God. How many know that? Has nothing to do that you got this great call of God. Can I, can I help you out? Because I hear people tell me all the time, man, I got this call of God that the enemy's No, the enemy, listen, not this great call of God over your life. Every single person that's made in the image of God is called by God. Amen? Can we get that out of the way? He's after you because you're taking the sonship place that he once had. Amen? And he doesn't want to see no one else connected to the Father. And he's going to do everything that he can to destroy and distract everything that's in your life that looks like our Father. Amen? So it's not only about just you because you got a calling. We all have callings of God. God has made you in his image, so he wants you to display yourself to this world. But what happens, Desmond, is that when you say yes to Jesus, you start looking like Abba. And how many know when he starts noticing that you look like him, he has issues with you? Are you hearing me? Because why? Because when you start talking, you start reminding him of somebody. When you start dancing, you start reminding him somebody. When you walk around, you start reminding him somebody. And he goes, I don't like what you remind me of. Because I, listen, I'm going to tell you a secret. The devil misses the presence of God. I promise you every single day. Because there's nothing like the presence of God. And he knows that he can't be in union with Abba, but you can are you hearing me? That's a victory. You can. You can have union with Almighty God. You can be one with Alva every single day you walk the earth. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? That he decides to walk with me? Yes, he wants to walk with you. Just like he did with Adam and just like he did with Eve, he walked with them in the cool of the day. God is saying, I have chosen my son and daughter to walk with them. And so when the enemy looks at that, he goes, uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't like the way they look. And I'm going to do everything I can to distract them. But thank God that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Only five of us believers. Thank God that the greater in me, that's in me, that Holy Spirit, that Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, reigns in my mortal body and the same power that raised Jesus from the grave, oh, works inside of me. Hallelujah. Listen, I don't, I love the nine o'clock crowd, but something about this, 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 this crowd. Y'all get to preach out of me, man. Something about 11 o'clock service. Y'all get to preach out of me. I just want to preach. I was preaching this morning. I just feel like preaching right now. Is that okay? Because, again, the enemy is, how many, uh, how many can be honest with God today? And you just feel like sometimes the enemy just squeezing you in all directions. Almost squeezing the breath of life out of you, man. And he's just squeezing you. And I and and this something cool happening to the, to the TV. All right, cool. We here. All right, let's go to Acts chapter sixteen. Let's jump in this. Again, this is different than this morning, but I have to do this because as I was praying this morning, and someone came to me after the service and told me this, Pastor Steve, that there was like they saw a flowing rushing water coming out, and it was coming, but there was a blockage for another to flow. And we just want to deal with that. And we want to break that. How many know I want all blockage that's blocking me from the fullness of the Holy Spirit out of my life? Amen? And how many know I want to jump in the river? You know what I mean? I told him this morning, listen, I'm from the Bronx. And there's not many pools in the Bronx. So I didn't go, you know, y'all live in these nice suburban areas where they, like, teach you how to swim. Like, I didn't get that. That was not the opportunity I got. You know how I got to swim? I was in the ocean, and they threw me in. They said, you better learn how to swim. You know what I mean? How many learn how to swim like that? They just threw you in and said, like, figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even enjoy it, right, Pastor Steve. It's not like I wanted to go in. Like, they just said, you're going to learn how to swim, and here you go. And the water, that, ugh, it's disgusting. But I went in, and I learned how to swim. But in this, Abba says, freely come to the river of life. The word says that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of the heart flows rivers of living water. How many know that the Holy Spirit wants to flow out of you so that what? So that you can touch a world with his love. And you know what? Unless you receive his love, you can't give his love. Are you hearing me? If you receive religion, guess what you're going to offer the world? And guess what we've been offering in the world? And guess for years, for years, for years, the world's been getting what? But how many know the world, the world don't want religion? They don't want your three-point sermon. Are you hearing me? They're not interested that you know hermeneutics and homiletics. They're not interested that you know apologetics. You know what they're interested? Is he real? Is he real? Are you hearing me? Is he real? Is he real? Don't give me another song. Songs are beautiful. Is he real? Is he changeable? Can I feel him and can I know him? And thank Abba that he says, 
Not only am I real, but I'm going to rock your world. Woo! All right, let's go to Acts chapter 16. We're going to read a lot of Bible. Is that okay? Let's go to verse 16. I am, how many have been enjoying uh, the, the series on Acts and the book of Acts? How many have been enjoying that? Amen. See, this crowd likes what you're doing. <laughs> I've been enjoying it myself. I've been in it. I've been, uh, Pastor Steve and I get together almost every week. And we just talk about the word, and we, and we just love. I mean, I just thank God that God brought a brother in my life. You know what I mean? Sometimes you out here, I'm going to be honest, sometimes, and my wife knows this, sometimes you out here, and I travel all over the world, but sometimes, how many ever felt this way? I feel like I'm alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does anybody love Jesus as much as I love Jesus? Or is this just a whole bunch of words in the Bible? You know what I mean? And sometimes when I travel the world, I feel like that. But I, when I met Pastor Steve, I felt... And, and Ezra and I felt like that, right? Ezra, man, this is someone that loves Jesus as much as we do. You know, you know how I noticed that people love Jesus truly, for real? When they love people with no, no, there's no wall, there's no blockage. How many know that Pastor Steve flows in that, right? That love for people. And that's how come I know when we join together that God joins us together. And, and, and buckle up, because this is not going to be the first, not going to be the last we join together, and we don't even know what that looks like. So you're going to see a lot more of me. Amen? All right, let's go. Acts chapter 16. We're going to go over what he talked about last week, go a little bit about what I talked about this morning, and join it all together. Listen, what happens. Now, what happened? Are we up there? We got it? For those. All right, so as we were going to the place of what? As we were going to the place of what? As we were going to the place of what? Prayer is essential. Now, this is a Jewish man, Right? Paul, Silas, Timothy, all of them are Jew, Torah learning Jew, right? Now, something important about the Jewish faith, like we, Jewish faith and Christianity are not two different faiths. Oh, I'm going to help some of you. Judaism is the foundation of who we are. How many of you know that? Amen? Just read Romans 11 and that'll help you out a little bit, right? And so why am I saying that? Because it was the custom of Jewish people to go up every morning to pray. It's something that they did. Go read in Mark 135. You write these scriptures down so you can go read them. Mark 135, Jesus is early in the morning praying. Why? That is the custom of a Jewish guy to go every morning and meet with Hashem. Because they don't say God, they say Hashem. Hashem is the Hebrew word that there is no name for you. A Hebrew person will not use the name God. He's too big. He's too awesome. He's too incredible. I can't disrespect him. I can't even say his name, God. They say the name Hashem. There's no other name. Now, something important. Why am I preaching? I'm preaching prophetically so you can hear the times that you're in. It is important for us to know that Pastor Steve just did not pick this month to have the month of hope and to have this tent in October. You want to know why? Because in the same time that you are doing that tent is a very important Hebraic festival. You know what we're going to? We are in 5780. You know, 5780 is the real calendar of the world. Do you understand that? It's not 2020. 2020 is a growing calendar. It's a secular calendar. How many know that we're not secular people? How many know when we bought for the price of Jesus Christ that we're holy a nation, we are royal priesthood? How many say amen to that? How many know that you're in this world, but you're not of it? How many know that? All right, so good. So 5780, literally, our month of the years be in September, we're going 
to say Happy New Year's. This is our New Year's. It should be every Christian and every Jewish New Year. It's not just a Jewish thing. It should be for Christians too. Why? Because God is in the calendar of the Hebrew people. How many know that? I didn't write that. It's in the Bible. It's just, it's just the way God does things, okay? You don't replace them. You are part of what God is doing. Are you hearing me? We don't replace Jewish people. We are part of the bigger family of God. How many know that God has three children, right? One is called Israel, one is called Ishmael, and the other one is called the church. How many know that he loves all three of them? Amen? For those of you who didn't know that, right? So we're moving prophetically to a new year calendar. So as we close this calendar year, I believe God, Pastor Steve, wants to deal with some of the things. And how many know, how many want to leave some things that have passed and move forward and grow in God in this new year that's coming up? Amen? I want to grow. How many want to grow? I want to grow in God. I want to get closer to God, right? And getting closer to God, that means some things that our lives have to go and we have to tear some things. Like we have to give them up. I love when it's, the song says, your goodness is coming after me. But it says, I laid my life down. Are you hearing me? Matthew 16, write that down. Matthew 16, I laid my life down. I love what Jesus said. No one comes to take my life. I willingly give it. So what is God looking for you and I? To willingly give things up. What? So you can just gaze and spend some time with him. Amen? All right. So let's, let's, go, let's go back to that verse. I know we're just talking this morning. There you go. And we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. Anybody underline the spirit of divination? We're going to get back to that. We're going to read a little bit and then get back to that. And brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. Now, this is kind of confusing because she has a spirit, but it brought her owners much gain. So she followed Paul. Keep on going. I'm reading right from the screen. And us crying out, these men are servants of the Most High God. Now, stop right there. They're kind of crazy. She's not saying anything bad here. These men are men of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. She's sitting in church going, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm singing worship songs. I'm looking like everybody else who proclaim to you the way of salvation. Let me ask you these. Are these men that we're talking, Paul, Silas, Timothy, are these men servants of the Most High God? Are they? Yeah, right? Are they proclaiming the way of salvation? Yeah, right? And she kept doing this for many days. Now, for many evangelists, oh, I won't even go there. I was just about to sin, and I just, God forgive me. I was about to talk about people. Listen, for many televangelists, listen, they would like that kind of praise. Many people would like that kind of praise. I'm awesome. I'm a man of God. But Paul sent something different about this. This is just not regular praise. Something's off here. So what happens? Paul having become, keep on going, greatly annoyed. Now, the first question you ask is, why is he annoyed? Because she's just saying something good about him. You're a man of God. Hallelujah. Praise. Something in the tone of a voice that's, that rubbed in the wrong way. Something is not right. Something's off. And he said this. He turned to her and said to the spirit. Now listen to it. Did he talk to her? Ah. He talked to the what? 
See, sometimes we're in a spiritual battle, and we're trying to make warfare with different people. And we, oh, you in this style, you in this style, and we get in on Facebook arguments, and we get on Instagram arguments, but we don't know that we're in a spiritual battle. Stop talking to the person and start talking to the spirit that's behind the person. Can anybody say amen to that? Stop getting drawn and sucked in. We get sucked into these Facebook wars, and it's crazy to me. Like, listen, there's no mistake. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, write that down. 1 Corinthians 2, 14. You know what the word says there? That the carnal man does not understand the things of the spirit, but they are foolishness to them because they are only spiritually discerned. So guess what? If you're not talking to somebody about the Holy Ghost, it's just babbling to them. They're not going to understand what you're talking about. Why? Because the conversation got to be Holy Spirit-driven. And the Holy Spirit got to deal with spirits that aren't people. Hello? I ain't going to argue with this person and try to think like I know more than them. You might know more than I do. How about that? But I got something that's undeniable. I got something that's unshakable. See, when you move in the power of the Holy Spirit, what is God trying to do with Levi Mark? He's trying to get Levi Mark from, uh, can I say this prophetically? He's trying to get us from moving from intellect to the heart, into the spirit, and move in dimensions in the spirit that only spiritual things could happen in the realm of the spirit. Like, listen, we can get all the Bible teaching, we can get all the right songs, and we can come here and still not have life. Amen? Because how many, how many know that the word says the letter killer for the spirit gives what? The spirit gives what? Life. Keep on. Let's keep on reading real quick. So he turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of who? Uh, there's power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, I promise you it's going to break every chain. In the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and it came out that very hour. It came out. When her owner saw that there, keep on going, hope of game was gone. They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, what happened? They said what? These men's the Jews. Now, I know he did a great job covering last week that really he's a Roman citizen. He could have said that at this moment, I'm a Roman citizen. They would have left him on. But he knows sometimes it's better to be silent and let God do your work. Amen? Are you hearing me? Why? Because there's a spiritual battle, not a carnal flesh battle. See what I mean? Like, he could at any moment go, I'm a Roman citizen. Hold on. You get, hold on a second. You know how we get. Come on. You know how we get. We're in the grocery store. Hold on a second. Whether you believe in mask or not. Hold on a second. Wear your mask or don't wear your mask. We get all these, these petty wars that had nothing to do with the kingdom of God. Hold on a second. No, get out of your flesh and move into the spirit and see what the Holy Spirit is asking you to talk about in the moment. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Right? So they advocated customs that are not lawful for us and Romans to accept or practice. And the crowd joined in attacking them. And the magistrate tore the garments of them and gave orders to beat them with a rod. Woo! You talking about suffering for Jesus. Wow, wow, wow. How many want to walk in the Spirit now? <laughs> Like, like, isn't it awesome how we want to walk into the Spirit until we get to some touchy situations? 
Then you're like, I'm going to lose myself right now. Hold on. Holy Ghost, buddy, get a hold of me. I'm about to smack this person. Right? You know, it's funny how, like, we in church, and this is the time that we get, yeah, let's go after God. Let's go with the world. And next you know, one thing happens out there, and you're just about to take your Christian coat off and just go crazy and say, come on, let's go. Oh, is that only happens to me? Is that, am I the only one that it happens to? How many know what I'm talking about? Right? Like, the rods come out. Like, oh, God, I thought serving you is going to be the easiest thing. Come on, man. You mean I'm going to get beat for this? I could have said any moment I'm a Roman, but you told me not to say nothing. Yeah, you're going to get beat for this. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them. Now, again, I don't know about you, but I was raised a little bit different. I was raised a fighter. I was fighting. I was carrying a gun at 11 years old. Oh, it takes all of God in me not to punch somebody back that punches me. You know what I'm saying? Am I the only one like that? Am I the only? See, God wants to deal with our flesh. He wants to deal with the fact that I know, I know that carnality is coming out of you. I know that the, the, what's the world system? What does the Bible say in 1 John? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. This is the world system. How many know that those are the things that pull on us, right? All right, go, you smack me, I'm going to smack you. Wear your mask, don't wear your mask. Ah! Right? And you get all in these political wars and we politicize everything. Ah! And where's the kingdom at? We're kingdom citizens. We come from a different world. I'm not going to get caught up with one side or the other. Listen, you can have both sides. I got a side that when the king comes, all of this is going to be taken care of. Amen? If you hang out, if you hang out with any rabbis at any time, you will hear them constantly when they get to pressure situations. They say, Messiah, come. Messiah, come. And I love that they say that, Pastor Steve, because I'm like, yeah, Messiah, come. Messiah, come. They say, Messiah, come. Why? Because they expect the Messiah for the first time. Guess what? We expect him for the second time. But how many know he's coming to rule and reign where? Is he coming to rule and reign in heaven? Where? So guess what? Until he comes, can I, can I just... Get, let you in on a little secret. Until he comes, nothing's going to be perfect as you think it is. Hello. No matter how many policies you put together, oh, help us, Jesus. It's still not going to be right. Why? Because we're waiting on the one that's going to make everything right. Amen to that? All right, let's keep on reading. I told you I felt the preach in the second. I felt the preach in the second. And when they had inflicted many blows, again, that, that just hurts me every time I read it. Because I'm like, man, Paul's a deader man than I am. You know what I mean? He's dead to the flesh. Because, whew. And they threw them into prison. What happened? Next verse. Ordering the jailer to keep them safely, having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. And about midnight, Paul and Silas were, I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to pick the story back up. I want to go into... Let's go. Can we go back to the first chapter 16, verse 16 real quick? And then we're going to get back to verse 25, and then we're going to go home. Listen to what it says. The spirit of divination. Everybody said the spirit of divination. Underline that word. That word in Greek is, is, is literally what it means. It's pathos is the Greek word there. You know what that word literally means? It's the spirit of a python. Listen to me, because I believe this is, this is a message for us right now, this moment. It's the spirit of a python. What do I mean by spirit of a python? 
Do you know it's literally a snake? If you go look at it in the Greek, it's the snake python. That's what he said. So a woman that had the spirit of a python was trying to do what? Go against the voice of porn side. They were speaking. Why? Because the enemy wants your voice. Listen, can I help you out? Oh, this is so good. Listen, 5780 in Hebrew, the Hebrew word for 80 is the word pay. So last September, when we walked into the 5780, we walked into the atmosphere of pay. Pay in Hebrew means to declare. It's not a coincidence that as of last September, the enemy tries to shut the voice of everyone all over the world with this thing called COVID-19. Are you hearing me? Listen, listen, listen. This is so powerful because if you, if you understand what's happening in the spirit realm, this, listen, COVID just didn't take God by surprise. God didn't go, hey, COVID is in the, the world? No. The enemy is planning the demise. Why? Because the enemy is after your decoration. He's after your voice. And he doesn't want you to soar. 5781. So we're going from the, 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 the dispensation of declaring. The word 81 in Hebrew literally means to soar. Why? Because God wants you to, to declare and then soar. Why? So that you can bring the kingdom of heaven down onto this earth. And so the enemy understands that. And so here, what's happening with, 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 with Paul and Silas are literally declaring in the spirit of the python comes to shut them up. Do you know how a python kills? It's the only snake that kills this way. The only snake. Go look it up for yourself. The python wraps his body around his prey. I feel the Holy Ghost. And you know what he does? He squeezes the life out of his prey. A python will sit 48 hours until the last breath. Everybody go like this. So this is what the python does. The python waits until you go, and it gets tighter. And it gets tighter. And it gets tighter. Until guess what? Until you have no more in you. And see, what the enemy is trying to do, he's trying to kill us softly. And he's trying to take the very breath. Do you know what the breath of the church is? You know the, the breath of God is the Ruach HaKadosh. You know what the Ruach HaKadosh is? It's the Holy Spirit. And I don't know about you, but the, the enemy's been trying to squeeze us. I don't know if you felt the squeeze in this, in this time of your life where, where you just felt like, man, I'm being squeezed on all sides. And you don't know what's happening. What is happening is that the enemy is trying to take your breath away. Are you hearing me, church? He's squeezing the very life out of us. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but it's happened to me. Where you used to want to come to leave a mark, and, and next thing you know, now nah, I'll go next week. Has anybody, has anybody ever had that thought, I'll go next week? Come on, raise your hand. If that's you, let's be honest. Right? I've done that. I'll go next week. You know what that is? He's squeezing you softly. Is there magic getting together? No. Is it about just getting together? No. This is a part of our journey. But he knows if I can squeeze life. How many used to listen to worship when you first met the king of kings, but now worship is going to the side? I get the worship. How many know what I'm talking about? Am I the only one? He squeezes 
the life, the one life that you used to have when you used to be excited about listening to worship and getting on the Word. You don't have that anymore. Why? It's not that God has left you. No, it's that the enemy has come to squeeze the life out of you. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. But God has given you the victory. And there's no spirit in this world could hold your breath when you start doing what? Let's go to verse 25. What is the remedy to the spirit of the python? Because remember, she kind of took over, right? She shut him up. One way or another, she was going to get him to shut up, right? Her aim was to get him. Flattery didn't work. Ah, help me. See, not everybody that's for you is really for you. Amen. You better be knowing in the Holy Ghost who's really with you. Am I saying, I'm talking to somebody here. Not everybody that's for you is really, listen, I don't like a lot of people that flatter me. I really don't. My wife knows. I get a little bit eepy. They're like, oh, you're awesome, you're awesome. No, listen, I'm not all that awesome all the time. You know what I'm saying? There's times in my life that I'm not, you're going to want to smack me. Eh? How many know what I'm talking about? So, Paul knew, like, you're not really for me. There's something driving you that's keeping you what? Away from me to declare the word of the Lord. And the word says that they were bound. But at midnight, Paul and Silas begin to start doing what? What is the remedy? Huh? What is the enemy? Warfare. How do you warfare? Sing, praise. Let's go. Let's keep on reading. Praying and singing hymns to God. Worship is the, listen, you want to get, you want to, you want to get something back into your life? Begin to start worshiping. Why? Because, listen, worship is like serenation to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. We all going to Delta here, right? When you start worshiping God, he starts noticing, oh, somebody's singing something to me. And how many know that the word says that he inhabits the praises of his people? That means he, he hears something happening. He goes, and the angels are singing holy, but he goes, hold on. I hear Ezra in his house. I hear Danny singing. I hear Tommy singing. You start worshiping God, and the word says what happened? They start worshiping God, and prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly, everybody saying suddenly. I don't know about you, but the world needs a suddenly. We need a suddenly moment. God is asking for a suddenly. Acts chapter 2, and suddenly there came a mighty rushing wind. And that room that they were in was full, and there was fire flowing around. Imagine fire flowing all around here something begin to start happening. Something begin to start shaking. And guess what? That suddenly became a roar. See, God wants you suddenly to become a roar. What is the answer that the world needs? They don't need that dry religion. They need someone that has been with God, that has had a suddenly with God, and that, that suddenly goes everywhere we go. And so that everywhere we go, I told the earlier service, listen, this is a dream of mine. A dream of mine is to go to Target because my wife loves to go to Target. Why do women love to go to Target? I don't understand. She says it's the ambiance, right? We've had this conversation, honey, right? She says it's the ambiance. I'm like, why? Right? Because Target means $100 automatically, right? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Right? So, so my dream is to go into Target and while she's doing the shopping, the men say amen, right? While she's doing the shopping and I'm walking around, I want to be able to walk through an aisle, Pastor Steve, and there's a suddenly right in Target. 
You know what I'm talking about? That you hear literally someone, oh, in the aisle next door. And next thing you come out, and, and she's just going wild in the Holy Ghost and worshiping. And he's just going wild. And I want to see people, like, laid out on the growth. I, like, literally laid down on all the vegetables. You know what I mean? That's, that's. You know what I'm talking about? And keep the $100. <laughs> Don't spend on it because there's a move of God, and God just came into, listen, I'm looking for suddenlies like that, and God is wanting to touch you in a suddenly way, but we have to have a spirit of expectation. What happened? What happened on Wednesday here? Can I teach just a couple of minutes? It's going to be 12. Is that all right? Just give me a couple of few minutes. Is that okay? You want me to shut up? Okay. Listen. What happened? How many were here Wednesday night? Do you know what happened Wednesday night? How many felt what they felt Wednesday? How many feel? How many feel it right now? How many feel it right now? How many feel the wind of the Holy? Like seriously, I don't want to make this up. I was talking to um, my buddy that DM me. What's Quentin? Quentin DM me. How many know Quentin? Quentin, I love Quentin. If y'all don't know him, you get to know him. He's here. He's the Quentin, the DJ. So he, he, he literally DMs me on, on my way home on Instagram, and he's like, dude, that energy I felt tonight in church is incredible. And I was like, that's the Holy Ghost. That's just not energy. That is the Holy Ghost. It feels like energy, like you're feeling it, but it's the Holy Ghost. It's a suddenly with the Holy Ghost. What fuels that suddenly, church? What's music? It's not that we just get together. It's we get together with an expectation that God is going to be here today. What happened when Jesus said in Matthew 6, he said, go into your secret place for what? For your father is in the secret place. A lot of people don't like to spend time with God because they don't believe God is actually going to be there. Are you hearing me? And maybe that's you. Maybe you're like, listen, I hear all these people talking about it, Daddy. But I haven't experienced the real God. I haven't experienced the real love of God. And maybe that's you tonight. Maybe you say, Danny, I've experienced the real love of God, but I've been squeezed. How many know what I'm talking about? I've been squeezed. That spirit of the python has come to attack me. Guess what God wants to do this morning? Break that thing off. It's going to go off your life. Let's stand to our feet real quick. Can I change something up for you? Can we go? Can, can, I know y'all have a second song or whatever song. And can, we do, can I just act like I'm family here? Um, what song am I thinking about that we've done earlier, Ezra? Which one? That your goodness is more. Can we do that again? Your goodness is coming after, running after me, right? Can we have the worship team? Come, worship team, come. I know this is different, but we're different. This is 11 o'clock service. Come on, worship team. Come on, worship team. I feel the Holy Ghost. This is okay. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. The sea of victory. That's the one I want. We're going to do this song. And listen, I don't want you to pay attention to the worship thing. I want you to literally focus your heart right now. Focus your heart and your mind right now. As they come, as the worship team come, we're going to sing this song. Can we do something crazy? That I, I want to just invite you to, I want, and it's not for everybody. So this altar calls for several people here tonight. If you don't know Jesus, and I'm talking to you about a Jesus and a God, that you're like, dude, you're like an alien to me. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. 
but I know it's real because you act like it's real. You know what I'm saying? If that's you today, Jesus is saying, come to my arms and just say yes to me, and I'll wow your world. I'll do something in your life that you've never seen. So the first altar call would be to that person. The second altar call is like, if you know that the spirit of the python has been just trying to squeeze the very life out of you, we're going to break that thing off. I'm going to ask that person to come. Not just yet. When I say three, I want all those people that I'm calling. The third and final one. If you just say, you know what? I want a filling of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and with fire. How many know that the Word says that to us? That's the promise to us. You know what the promise to us? And I said this on Wednesday. Matthew 3 says that the Holy Spirit will, listen, that the, the one that's greater coming out of it will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with what? And with what? And with what? How many want some fire? Like, I'm serious. I want fire of the Holy Ghost. So, I'm not doing this to placate you. I'm not doing this to anything. I'm not even doing this to make a show. But look, there is something in your decoration. There's something when you step up to the front, right, because your faith is activated. So when you come to the front, we're not making this a spectacle. We're not doing a show. You're doing it to literally by faith saying, I come to receive Jesus. By faith, I'm breaking the spirit of the python off it. By faith, I'm going to get filled with the Jesus already started. If that's you this morning, come. Come. If anything I just said, come. Come into the altar. If you never came to the altar and you're afraid, just stay right where you are. But if you want to activate your faith, come this morning and meet us here. So you're coming forward right now. Come on, man. Celebrate this. A big move I'm not right going to judge you. I'm not going to lay hands right on here. you. It's going to be just Jesus. Just yeah. you and Jesus. Come, come, come. Come on, guys. Guys are coming. Just come on down, man. God's, God's doing something here today. Thank you for your courage. Just keep coming. If you're in the courtyard, I would challenge you guys to stand and come and stand on the... Come, uh, come, come. Just come right stand in the doorway right here. Just come and stand in the doorway. There you go. Great job, guys. Just come and stand in the courtyard. I feel the Holy Ghost. Yes, hey, yes. if you're online come. right now, man, just Listen. get on your knees before God right now. Thank you for coming, my brother. Thank you for coming. Listen, come. And if you don't, if, if listen, if you don't want to come, that's okay. I want you to stand right where you are and lift your hands to the Absolutely. Lord. Right where you at. Because we're going to pray this right here where you at. So right before we sing this song, we're going to say these three prayers. We're going to say these three prayers. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. He's moving. How many feel that, right? That's the presence of God. That is the presence of God. Let him hover on you. Holy Spirit, hover on your people right now. Those who come to know you, Jesus, they're saying yes to you, full and full. God, I pray those who have been bound with the spirit of the python that's squeezing the very life and the very breath, God, we come against the spirit of the python and we say be broken, be loosed in the name of Jesus, God. Everything that's binding us, be broken in the name of Jesus. And God, my prayer is that you fill us full of the Holy Ghost and with fire. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost breathe life into this room. Guys, we're going to sing. I just want you to sing. Make this your prayer. We see a victory, right? We see a victory. Every chain is broken. We're going to celebrate. So whether you're here up at the front right now, you're in the doorway, man, we celebrate with you. We celebrate the work of God that's in your life right now. God, I just pray that you're with us right now. Bless those who came forward this morning. 
Bless those who are listening online, those who are standing at the door over here, God. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for those who received you as personal Savior today. I pray blessings upon their life. We pray for those, God, who have victory, God, discouraged, depressed. The breath is being just squeezed out of them, God. Give them a fresh breath, a fresh breath. Lord, we pray for each one here. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for Danny. Let's just thank Danny for being here today, guys. Thanks to you, Danny, for being here. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, guys. Let's celebrate those who came forward today. Come on. Let's sing this song to God right now. Sing this to the Lord. Make it your prayer right now. We see a victory. Come on. Let's sing it out, church. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. My God will never fail. Sing it out. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. And every war he wages, he will win. And I'm not backing down from any giants. I know how the story is. Amen. Yes, I know how the story is. Turn it for good. 
Bless you guys. Have an awesome, awesome week. If you came prepared to give, the ushers are at the door. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.